to the final episode in the Vampire Diaries saga for Yaoi Reddit. I'm one of your hosts, Maggie. And I'm also one of your hosts. My name's Laura. And this is our final episode, our 14th episode wrap up. in the fifth season. Uh, at some point in this season, we hit our 69th episode, so I'm not sure what yeah. it is overall. But this also isn't our 14th episode because some books are split into two parts. Oh, there's 14 books. Yeah. yeah. This no, is... there's 13 books and this is like the... the... This is what book 14 should have been. We get it. I'm not good at math. I'm um, sorry. I didn't mean to put you down, bud. It's okay. I went home this past weekend, been in Iowa a lot this summer, and my mom asked me a simple equation saying, you're my kid who's good at math, right? Forgetting that I was held back. Yeah. I was actually held back a year. and In really, math? Yes. I saw my high school best friend this year, and my all of my friends like to drag up things from my past, and I'm like, we don't like have to say this. Maggie, I've partner. never heard you tell me that you were held back in math. Well, I was held back in math, and then it came news to me that also Hannah, my best friend from high school, was like, remember when you tied the nerdy kid in our class to a chair in math, and I'd also take his, his test? From him. But he was in on it. He, she was like, he, I think he was I think trying to get laid. Fine. Probably. Yeah. I do remember, but it did bring up a core memory that I was the older, dumb bully. Oh, you're dumb blonde class. homecoming queen. I am dumb blonde homecoming and that's, queen. Nobody needs to be good at math. There's calculators. I am himbo, but they don't know that the H is homecoming queen. Yeah. In, in the himbo. Homecoming himbo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, I could get a lot of tests from guys in. And that's how I got by in math. I was really bad. I got a 35% on my final, my senior year of college. Uh And got a C overall in that course, in my stats course. Wow. um, Stats is different. Stats isn't math. Well, I cheated on the uh, test in front of me because I had been studying for four days and I completely doubted myself and was like, this person will know more. And it was a and not they long test. No, it was a different are hard. test. Different. They, uh, yeah, math teachers do that. Yeah. I was really good at math, and I'm still pretty good at math, so. I would trust you to do math. Yeah, I'm a pretty good math person. I'm not I'm not a good math person. I can't do that. And that's, that's why we're podcast hosts. That's true. Sometimes I can do puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is not about math. This is about the Vampire Diaries. But I, 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 I like to think that we... We let the viewers get to know us yeah. as well as um, get to know Stefan and Damon and Elena and Bonnie. Yeah, this was the longest season we've had. It felt like it. And we like, started in April oh, of 2022. We went in with it so blissfully unaware of how long these books actually were. Maggie and I were just so excited. We were like, we're just going to read the Vampire Diaries. And the first four books, so short. And then they get so long. And then they get short again, which was awesome. Yeah. And honestly rejuvenated me because books five, six, and seven were the bane of my existence. Yes, they were so bad. Was that the Kitsune mm-hmm. plotline? That was, sure was really hard to get through. And I think really killed the steam of the entire series. Yeah. Where I think they could have, they had a very strong foundation in Fell's Church. The world. Yeah. Very strong. And they could have kept building that out instead of adding onto it and yeah. they didn't do that yeah no see I feel like in the beginning books it's like we had such a good like premise and foundation with the first four books but we had such two-dimensional characters 
And it wasn't until our first ghost writer came in for the Hunters trilogy mm-hmm. that I felt like we started getting some depth into all of these people. Yes, there was really no character development. I don't think they no. had an outline in the beginning of what their wants, their desires, yeah. what their end goal was. It was like, was. Elena's popular and her friends don't think for themselves, so they never question that they'll do anything for her. And I didn't start liking Elena until the last three of the entire series, where I kind of felt like yeah. she was... I, I, I still don't like Elena. I loved Elena in the first four books. I thought she was so dumb, but in the best way possible. Yeah. Like, she was dumb, but she was fearless. And that's what I really liked about her. Mm-hmm. But then she they, they she ended up turning into somebody who was just so selfish and, like, so unaware of the, the bad things she was causing around her that it's, like... Uh, she dragged so many people into this, and it was just like, oh my fucking god. She's also, I mean, she was very self-centered, as we know. Yeah. And a lot of, like, Same. internal monologues <laughs> were just, like, hey, I get if you're going to be, like, a distant, oldest sibling type, holding everyone at yeah. arm's length vibes. But in your internal monologues with the audience, it can't just all be about your fucking hair color. Or yeah. like, I want all the guys to like me. I need some depth. In yeah. Substance. Yeah. She needed more depth. And like, I feel like their compensation for more depth was to make her a guardian. Yes. And then that was just like a very unnecessary plot line, especially when it was like Meredith and Bonnie's things were so much cooler. Cause like Bonnie's, Psychic witch, that's awesome. Meredith's like a vampire hunter. Mm. That's also fucking cool. And like now we're just like making up guardian powers for Elena for like whenever is convenient for her to be a guardian. Like yeah. that felt just such a stretch. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, all three of these people don't need to like be something, you know? No, they don't all need to be. She could just be herself. Yeah. How come Damon and Stefan vampires? Um, Meredith, vampire hunter, Bonnie, psychic witch, Elena, a guardian, and then there's good old homeboy Matt, who just wants to fall in love. Like, that was our main group, is everybody got to be something except for Matt. And Matt still stood his ground, I'd argue. Like, he oh, was brave, he switched spots with Jasmine in that one book, yeah. and he could stake the vampires. He was kind of in the back of the crowd, but he held his ground. I guess we never talked about this. Do you feel bad that Jasmine was just, like, phased out really quickly because they changed the timeline in the final book, and then he was with that new girl, that who uh, Jeanette? Absolutely. And I did think it was kind of insane. In the last book, there was a passing line about since Matt was with some blonde girl who was new, Elena had a revelation that it was like, oh, and you know, for some people, they have multiple soulmates. And it's like, okay, just because Meredith meets Alaric at this wedding, Bonnie ends up with Xander in this timeline, and you end up with Damon. I'm like, I don't really think soulmates are a thing. Yeah. I, I just think it's, it's you know, right place, right time. Yeah, I feel like soulmates is such a harsh word. I do believe, like, like it, the concept of the one applies to multiple people. Yes. If you just have, like, healthy communication and your dialogue is fun. Yeah. And, and you're Gotta like, have I'm fun. happy. I'm happy with this person. That's kind of all that matters. Yeah. There's not a lot to love. Yeah. Speaking of people having fun, Elena never had fun with Stefan. No. Never once. And, like, she would have fun with literally everybody else. It's she literally like court-mandated marriage. She literally, like, muted herself to, like, be with Stefan. And it was like, that sucks. It's solely because she was comfortable. I think she got stuck in that, you know, early, young age phase where you're like, 
I met this guy. Yeah. I'm really obsessed because our emotions are insane in high school. Yeah, yeah, hormones. And you're like, he's safe enough. Yeah. And so you don't ever um, feel like you want to venture out and yeah. and take a risk of meeting your intellectual um, match. Yeah. You know? So true. Uh, disgusting. Oh, also, we needed to say this because we did end our last episode saying we're going to get Brothers Bond whiskey. Yeah. Maggie ordered it, everybody, and it showed up to their house when they weren't home, so they took it back, and it never came back. So It never came back. I've been emailing them for a week. I finally emailed a refund today. You know what is the most devastating part of this? Is I spent $80 on it, and I will also, when I get the refund, have to reissue it to Laura. But there was a $15 Why do you have to reissue it to me? I just didn't know you were. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, I I requested it. I didn't know if you Oh, I didn't pay it. Oh, okay. Well, okay, so it was $60 on the site, and then it was a $15 handling fee, and I could have gotten it here in Chicago for $40. Yeah, yeah. It's it's literally, I found out, I Googled it, everybody. It is literally at the grocery store down the street from me. Which is horribly devastating. I thought it was going to be really hard to... Yeah, but apparently it's been out on the market since, I think, like, 2011. No, I, I don't fact check me on that. Just trust me. 2011. Yeah. I didn't pay it. I'm not going to pay it. I want you to know that I'm not going to pay you for the whiskey, Maggie. That's okay. I'm getting a refund for it. But We'll get it one day. We and are not having Brothers Bond, but we are having red wine. Which is blood. It's, it's blood. It looks like blood. Because it was a vampire book. Yeah. Damn. That's pretty cool. Um, okay, I have to ask, because we did a lot of plot lines in this book. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah. What was, do you think, I think we can both agree the Kitsune plot line was the worst. Also, it was incestual. It oh, was incest. it was disgusting. It was disgusting. And the whole, like, little girl thing, being obsessed with Matt, like, that is one of the hor- most horrific things I've ever read. It was so bad. It was so bad. But, like, what what would we say is, like, the best plot line we got in this series? Because I mean, we had some fun. I had a pretty good time when they went to college. Yeah. I was upset, though, because that trilogy was interesting. Um, They had the Phantom. They went to college. Mm-hmm. I kind of was expecting they, them to do more with the Phantom. Yeah. Like, the Phantom of Jealousy. We got that going for a little bit. Fun. The finger, the Phantom of, like, Rage. Yeah. Why wasn't Stefan ever a villain? Yeah. That would have been kind of cool. I Yeah. I really thought they were going to turn Stefan into a, a villain, but I do think that um that Phantom episode, uh, the Final Destination book, where, like, the names kept appearing, I think that was my favorite, just because it was so much fun. And especially it came at a great time, because, like, y'all knew. Maggie and I were fucking jaded after reading the Kitsune plotline. It was just so horribly problematic. And yeah, that yeah, fifth book so, was really that was my least favorite. Yeah, it was, it was so, so bad. Long. And to finally, and I feel like the the return, the the Hunters trilogy, that was such a good refresh on what happened. But then I'm gonna say this: I feel like it turned into like you know those like um like Mary Kate and Ashley mystery novels where it's like oh great we have a problem we solve it all in one book. That's what what I feel like the series turned into where it's like every problem that was introduced got solved at the end of the book. Yeah, which it, it it didn't need to do. I mean, yeah. I hated the books five to seven, but they kept the problem like open ended, and totally. I think it was easier to follow along. I think at some point, what I would have done is, I mean, one to four, we get it. That's all vampire focused. That's fine. I think at one point, if uh, Fell's Church was going to be at the crux of multiple lee lines. Why not bring every single supernatural villain like into the mix? So Loctus really, Monster. Yeah. Or Loctus Monster villain? I don't know. 
Also, why did a villain never seduce Elena? That's like low-hanging fruit in terms right? of the plot line, and it would have been fun. Oh, uh, I know. Like, I really wish we got like the dumping of Stefan and Damon more often or sooner. Because when we did it, I was like, this is fantastic. Because yeah. like, I, we needed just some more conflict, like, rather than like, it was so just exhausting just her being like, I don't know which one. Um, so like, the fact that it's like, we finally got like a, oh, she broke up with them. Like, that's great. We needed more of her being like, you two are too dramatic. I need to leave. Like, that would have been awesome. Oh, I am such a sucker for the plot line where they kind of, like, dump them. And then the, oh, mm-hmm. God, this is my cis head, um vibes coming up. But I, I love when they dump them and they're like, okay. And then the guys, like, leave for a bit. But yeah. they're not actually gone. And then the girl's in danger and then they show up. Yeah. I'm a sucker for that. Listen, women aren't weak, but sometimes they can be in the context. It's okay. Hey, men can be weak. Women can be women weak. Women can be weak. But women can need saving sometimes from, I don't know, say a motorcycle gang in Forks, Washington, and the guy is following her as she's crom dress shopping. Is it, are you talking about Twilight right now? I am. Hey, that plot worked on me. Hey, I, I it's really hot. Uh, listeners, we'll probably get to Twilight at some point. I only read the first book of Twilight and I hated it. Uh-oh. So, and the fact is, I think... I swore I would never, ever read Twilight. And now I'm at a place in my life where I literally might have to read Twilight. You know what's really fun is we can have an ongoing battle during that season of yeah. me trying to get you to love it. What I wish I still had was my eighth grade book report talking about why it was such a poorly written book because I would have loved to read that for you and for the listeners. Oh, I would adore that. Yeah. Because um, as a fully realized adult, I don't think there's anything toxic or bad about it. Um, I don't think loving that book influenced uh, the people I dated. I, I don't think like any Really? Of you don't think it influenced anything, Mikey? No, I think it was good and pure and like... <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, you dated so many normal good so guys. Many normal good guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I do think that Twilight did overshadow Vampire Diaries and... Oh, absolutely. And what it could have been. Because honestly, growing up, I didn't, I didn't really hear about Vampire Diaries until, until it came it out. Until it was on CW. CW, yeah, definitely. Like, I, again, I also didn't touch this. I wasn't a big fantasy girl. I was sci-fi world, and I was pretty girl. And as we know, listeners, there's the trifecta of YA, which is a fantasy smut, Pretty Girl Books, and sci-fi dystopian. Dystopian war chick. War chick. Yes. And I was dystopian, sci-fi war chick, and pretty girl. I was not fantasy smut. Shockingly, and I know that we can dive into this more when we read more supernatural genres, I would argue Uh that um, taking the Vampire Diaries as an example, um, when juxtaposed against every series that we have done, that this might be more damaging in terms of letting men just kind of overrule your life or like... Um, be controlling, yeah. then, then I would say the hot girl or dystopian books that we've read. Yeah, I would argue the whole um, doing anything to be with your 500-year-old vampire boyfriend plot lines are the most problematic in the world of YA. Because I feel like we saw this both in this book and in Twilight, where it's like these girls just like do anything to be in love with this person. And it's like, but you don't have a good reason to be in love with him other than that he's attracted to you. Yes, and they're objectively doing the worst thing any guy could do uh, when you put them against the human protagonist we've had, which is uh, killing and drinking people's blood. Yeah. And it's very just pushed aside. And oh I my think God, Elena yeah. is, a, is a pretty weak 
protagonist. I think oh. Reed had her thing going on. Oh, we have to rank them like we always do. We we, rank, do we have that. to rank all our protagonists comparatively. Are we putting? I feel like we have to put Elena last. I or, like, Elena, first and the worst. I think Elena is last. I think no matter what, they couldn't, like, flesh out yeah. this girl. And I think she she relied too much on her, her boyfriends. Whereas, you know, like, I mean, Reed, Reed fucking loved boys, was gaga crazy for the men. Yeah. Um, but could stand her ground, I would and say. And she was good at soccer. That was something. She was good at soccer. Um, um, Tally? Tally? Tally. Saved the world. Yeah. Same with Katniss. Yeah. I feel like... Definitely okay. End of the totem. Lost a lesbian, so I gotta love her. End of the totem pools. Definitely Elena. She's like the worst protagonist we've had, and it sucks because she started off so high. I was like, she's gonna be in our like top three because of how awesome she was in the first four books. I will die on that hill. Yeah. Um, and then fourth, who would I put fourth? I'd probably put Reed fourth. Yeah, I was leaning towards Reed. And then I probably put Massey third. Because she's a lesbian. We can't put her higher. We can't put her higher. higher. That's funny. You know, weirdly, and maybe it's because I didn't like her name, I didn't love Tally. No, I didn't think, we, I think we talked a lot about how Tally became super unlikable. Yeah. Um, But I also feel like it was fun to have, like, kind of, like, that, like, unreliable person as, like, a a narrator. I think we'll agree Katniss is number one. Oh, for sure. And maybe um, Tally and Massey are kind of interchangeable depending on the day. Because I feel like some days I would be like, no. Massey wasn't that bad, but then sometimes I'd be like, but Tally's pretty cool. Massey was 1,000% closeted growing up uh, in suburban America. And plug, to read my, plug to read my fan fiction where she's a lesbian. She is. I mean, she had Regina George uh, vibes. And it was a really good fan fiction. Elena, straight as a thumbtack. Yeah. I don't I could not, I could not ever see her. Bonnie would be the gay one. I, had, I, had, I would say Meredith first. I think Meredith or Meredith might be like militant straight. <laughs> militant straight. Ah, that's so funny. If you had to be any of like the supernatural things in this book series, what would you have picked to be? Oh my gosh. You know, a part of me wants to be like, I would be a witch. But then the fact that like Bonnie, anytime a candle's lit, just like snapped out, uh, that would, that would suck. I love candles. So, yeah. like, I wouldn't be able to light one ever. You can look at it. You can make direct eye contact. Yeah, and it's like, I can't be a vampire because it's like, I want to die eventually. Being alive forever does not sound enticing to me whatsoever. Yeah. I would probably pick werewolf. Really? Like, one of, like, Xander's type, like, an, an OG werewolf where I can turn whatever the fuck I want. You get to hang out with your friends all yeah. the time. Yeah! Imagine, Maggie, you and I in a pack. We just going around, howling at the moon, running around, saving people. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah, because, like, they weren't, like bad werewolves they were like now nah, we're here to help we're little yeah. patrol officers i think i want to be a vampire slayer just because that think too yeah. i would be in such physical peak form that my ass would look amazing yeah i mean you'd probably be in really good physical form from all the running if you were werewolf too oh that is true yeah i feel like um vampire hunters have like a ballet frame where it's like very yeah lift, very sleek um, and I like that. I, True. I was definitely most attracted to Meredith in this book. Yeah. And I was most attracted to Xander. So that makes sense for both of us. Oh, really? I probably, I would say so. Like, who would you be most attracted to? Yes. Out of the male characters? Um. Because I agree. Meredith is the most attractive female character. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would, I would have gone crazy for Damon in my yeah. early 20s. But at some point, the cond- condescension is so annoying. Yeah. Where you're like, I can't put up with this. And definitely not Stefan. Yeah. And, if, if and we, Matt, it seems boring as fuck. Yeah. If we had to like fuck, marry, kill, like Damon, Stefan, and who should be the third? Should be 
Matt should it be Xander. I feel like Matt was one the other. Yeah, he'll be an OG. So fuck Mary Kill, Matt, Damon, and Stefan. Um, I think that I would God, I want to say kill Stefan. I would say I would say kill Stefan. A hundred percent. He was a little wuss. He played sad basketball an entire book. He just, he seemed like he had no personality besides when he got angry. Yeah. And then it'd be like, maybe someone's <laughs> going to punch a wall today. And that's abusive. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then I think, I think I would, I would fuck Matt. And then I think I'd marry Damon. I would probably fuck Damon, marry Matt. Matt's loyal. Matt is loyal. He would make you feel valued. Yeah. And he'd probably go down on you like a lot. That is true. He'd yeah. probably be like one of those guys that does it like way too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, you're it's like, okay. Okay, but you can like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do much. that much. I do gotta say, like Damon drives me fucking crazy, but I, I feel like, well, I feel like the sex would be good because I think we'd be angry at each other all the time. So you'd fuck him is what you're saying. <laughs> no, okay. I, I think that he could be my intellectual equal um, is the one thing. But mm. it, I don't want to have, like, a complex where I'm insecure around him. Mm. That would be the one thing I'd be yeah. about. Yeah. Do you think the, uh, Elena should have ended up with Damon at the end? That is the big That's question. That's the big question. For today. I'm gonna, I think so. I think so, too. I think, um, her and Stefan never had chemistry or good communication. Their relationship was just so high school. It was just, like, I'd do anything for this person. But it's like we never got the like what she likes about him or what he likes about her. Yes. Like all we know of what Stefan likes about Elena is that she looks like Catherine. Yes. And then like later on at some point in the books he had to like clarify, no, there's other things I like about you, which, yeah, because you've gotten to know the person now. Yeah. But at the get, if your partner, you saw their ex and you were like, Oh my fucking God. Yeah, and I feel like we really saw that in the final book where it's like when Elena was sent back to prevent Damon from killing Mr. Tanner. Mm -hmm. um, And the fact was, obviously in the first book, Elena's pursuing Stefan. Mm -hmm. And without her pursuing him, him, he still pursues her a little bit. But once he finds out that like Catherine is still alive, he, he really backs off. He's like, that's all I needed to know. Like, I can be happy now. But the thing is, is like Damon is the one that goes to her after that revelation and says, you're something special. Like, I want to be around you more. Like, he liked that she was mysterious and weirdly knew a bunch of things. And like, he didn't know why, obviously, because it was the parallel timeline. And he's like, and he liked that, you know, she was, you know, standing up for a lot of things and being a go-getter. And that was all very obvious. And Stefan backed off. Yeah, and also asked her to go to Italy with him, which, you know, Stefan and Elena, or Damon and Elena don't see eye to eye a lot in this series. Um, she puts her foot down and is like, I'm not doing this unless Damon does this, blah, 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 blah. And then in the trilogy, the final trilogy where Stefan dies, in the one book that he spends alive, or wait, no, the first two books he's alive. Yeah. Uh, she and him disagree on whether they want to save trinity or whatever her name is the girl who solomon like inhabits her body oh yeah and elena's like this could be the end of us and i'm like one dispute yeah one dispute you guys are gonna break up because of that well that's that just says a lot about elena's person type where it's just like if this person disagrees with me once i am out of there 
Yeah. And, like, it just shows her lack of maturity. And Damon does not really put up with her shit. I think he'll, like, yeah. entertain it and then just be like, it's just Elena being Elena. Mm-hmm. It's gonna tied over whatever yeah yeah elena was very immature for way too long she really was and still even after the fact i know and then we had to spend so much time on her that we never got anything with meredith and bonnie and really i cared so much more about them yeah what we really needed like way earlier was like a um three protagonist bracket with all of them rather than it's like this is elena's story because she's objectively the least interesting person in this group yeah. I want to know more about, like, Bonnie learning witchcraft. I want to know so much. They gave us way no. too many crumbs with Meredith. They gave us so little. Like, it would just suddenly be like, oh, and she's just doing this thing because she learned it last summer. And it's like, what? The brother plotline was such a throwaway. And it was like, fuck, I don't really care. I- I'm pretty fine with cheap tricks. Like, you do a throwback and I get to know how her brother got stolen. Yeah. Like, the thing is, is, like, we were given such a, a good nugget of, like, what could have been an entire book of, like, when we were introduced to the fact that she had a brother. And it was so tossed out the window twice. I know. And then we met them and they had one moment where they actually hang out. And it's like, well, can, can we see what their dynamic was? Yeah. Maybe? Maybe. Just a little bit. Just a little crumb. Ugh. I hated that. I hated that getting yeah. tossed away. That sucked. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, we, I mean, we did 13 books with three different writers. Mm-hmm. Who would you say was the superior writer? Ooh, like which series is my favorite? Yeah. The Salvation, The Hunters, or The First Seven? The, the last trilogy felt, and maybe it was because of the book covers, but I felt like it was like, it, it felt very corporate or it felt like very structured. Yeah. In a way that I was like, good. Um, and, and taking bolder steps than other ones did in mm-hmm. terms of like, this person's dead now and this is this. And that I was like, that's cool. That's fine. I, it, I, it, I didn't love it. It's so, I'm so far removed from the first four that I truly don't. The first seven. Oh, that is right. I guess yeah, that was she wrote all the first this. seven. Yeah. Well, five to seven, I consider its own trilogy on its own. That was obviously our least favorite. Yeah. Uh, one to four, I like. I appreciate them being concise and keeping an entire plot line of just like Catherine's coming back and she's terrorizing the town, and they sprinkled a lot of mystery of like who it might be in mm-hmm. there. That was pretty fun. Um, but I, I think that mine was the books that were the red covers. The yeah, Hunters. The Hunters. That was my favorite too. But I will say the reveal that Catherine was still alive was really good. Yeah, it was really good. That was really good. Also the reveal, um, if we're speaking of spooks, when all those uh, so, like ghost soldiers came back when Klaus was like doing his boss battle at the end of book four oh, yeah. or seven. I forget which one. It was book four. That was also pretty cool. Book four was pretty creepy. Yeah. I'll like, say. When I think of, like, bad plot lines, Elena's a baby is one of them. And then, like, all of the Dark Dimension and the Kitsune is one of them. Elena Like, literally everything in books five, six, and seven was, like, just the worst plot choices. Yeah. And I think at that point was when I realized that we were in for the long run. And I was like, shit. We can't back out. And that's the beauty of the podcast, y'all. That's why y'all are here. I, Nick said this was his favorite season because of how much we hated the books. 
Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. He said we had a lot of good takes on it. Well, and we didn't yeah. hate all of the books. That should be said. We really like the first four. Yes. And we had we had our ups and downs with the the latter. But yeah, five, six, and seven, we five, six, we or seven, stang. we despised, and we don't ever want to be on record that we um condone it. any of that. Yeah, anything that L. J. Smith did. Yeah, no, no, no. We we can't do that, and we refuse. Sorry, um, everyone. And uh, it, it is interesting too that I will say that it's like the show overtook this so much that trying to market this season to like people online who like the vampire diaries was hard mm-hmm. hunger games it's like i feel like we get a lot of love for our season on hunger games because it's like yeah everyone's read the hunger games everyone likes it yeah but this is so drastically different than the show that's that so true you can't get people to engage yeah and this is interesting because it's like i feel like with a lot of these books to like television books to movies there's a huge book fan base mm-hmm. and it almost feels like the bigger fan base here lies with the TV show. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like, I feel like everybody who I know loves Pretty Little Liars is like, I also love the books mm-hmm. or with Twilight. It's like, I love the books. Hunger Games. I love the books. I mean, Divergent. People love the books. Yeah. Hated the movies I heard. Um, but with this, it feels like most people are like, oh yeah, I didn't really read it. Like I've talked to so many people who are like, oh, I love the TV show. And I'm like, that's different. <laughs> that's different. And I, I, I feel like too, I don't even remember seeing this book cover. I never knew it was a book. I, I remember always seeing them at the half price books. I would go and get all my YA books at, um, but I never picked them up because again, I wasn't a fantasy smut girl. I was always looking for something by Scott Westerfeld, yeah. some other pretty girl book I wanted to read, something horny, something fun. Something sexy, something supernatural. Yeah. But um, I I do think by the end of this series too, based off of interacting with the hashtags in the last trilogy book, um, I don't think there were a lot of people like reading yeah. it because it took me about, I think, three minutes to get to the end of the Twitter feed of the hashtags. Oof. Like, people were tweeting. Yeah. I, I won't not say that there were people tweeting. But I, I don't think people made it yeah. that far in. Hashtag YWRI season five finale. Exactly. Yeah. I want people to use the hashtag for us. TVD Is that crazy? Vampire Diaries YWRI season, season five. five finale it has a nice ywri season five has a very nice ring oh uh, and we didn't capitalize on it till we're literally at the end of our fifth season how could we have known that there were going to be hashtags i will say you know i i commend them for trying to keep with the ever-evolving internet when those series those books came yeah out in 2013 to incorporate hashtags yeah that was a pretty smart move yeah, I'll agree with that. Absolutely. Because usually at the end of the books, it's marketing their own websites. The mm. internet was more of a monolith. You could just go to one place and find everything you so need. So true. And then it burst in 2013. Flames. In flames. Into flames. Well, Twitter was a relatively new thing. That's so true. I think that Twitter was around since 2009, and I was also in high school. I'm sure there were other people on it, um, but people didn't really start I thought you were going to say, I'm sure there were other people in high school at the time. <laughs> No, I don't think, but I don't think people started really utilizing Twitter until like 2010. Yeah. 10. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, uh, I guess Good for them true. trying to build an audience. Yeah, they were trying to use, they were trying to get followers like we were. Kind of beautiful. Yes, and we try so, so hard. So hard. Um, okay, Maggie, I'm going to say it. I think it is time. Okay. For us to discuss 
our justice for character of the season and our canceled character for the season. I think we should do justice for first because I feel like that'll be a little bit easier of a discussion personally. Okay. Um, and I'll open up with mine. I was gonna say, do you have someone? I do. I'm gonna say justice for Matt. I feel like he got the short end of the stick so often. And I feel like Elena viewed him like he was so stupid and helpless because he was in love with her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he got over her pretty quickly. And I feel like she kept projecting that onto him. And like that like was his narrative was like through her eyes of how in love uh, he was with her. And she really just like manipulated him, I think, into being a part of her story. Yeah. And it's like he literally gave up a football scholarship to go to college with her. Yeah. And she obviously, she went back and she fixed that. But at the same time, if she hadn't, he would have been with his little nurse who who just was also thrown into this. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point. Elena never had the foresight to see the things that people gave up for her. If it was Meredith with Harvard Law, if it was yeah. Matt with Kent State. And... Matt definitely got the short end of the stick. Just being the ex and even her mood towards him in the last book was just so flippant of being like, you're you're with me now. There's no process yeah. in the breakup. You're just here and we're just friends. Yeah. Elena like always treated Matt that like it was like he couldn't like make a proper decision without her. Like she needed to be in his life. And it's like, that's just not true. She really infantilized him. I yeah. feel like the only person who really respected him was when, when him and Meredith started bonding a bit yeah. after, I think like the sixth or seventh book, they, yeah. they almost kissed and then they didn't, which I was like, not everyone needs to date again. Which was cool. Yes. I, I feel like she was actually the only one that respected him. I kind of like, Bonnie had a crush on him and then I kind of thought they didn't really have any relationship or friendship yeah. that was concrete and then he would like train with Meredith and really build her up but never really got like any sort of comeuppance outside of Elena controlling his life and even in college he was kind of hypothesizing that these friends are toxic for him yeah 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 he definitely didn't uh take care of himself which also sucks yeah I'm going to go with my gut of the person who received or should receive justice, justice for. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's the TV show influencing this and how absolutely jarring it was flipping from seeing all of that in high school to a book series I knew nothing about. But I'm going to say Caroline Forbes. I think Caroline should have had more justice. And I say this because... She was a bit of a bitch in the first book, yes, and then mm-hmm. they dropped her later on, and it makes sense to write her off, and maybe they they just formed her into Meredith, but I think she was the only friend that could have actually, if she had thought out a bit, if they were like, you know what, we need someone to thaw out, but we also need someone to, like, challenge Elaine on her bullshit. Yeah. I really think Caroline could have been a very That's conduit. really interesting that you're like, justice for the way she was written. Yes, I, I really... Because, like, she really was just written as a two-dimensional bitch. She was. Because I think it's it's very natural and very realistic to have those friends in high school who are more popular than you. Yeah. Who are hotter. Who are always getting guys' attentions and being in their shadows. Mm-hmm. And Bonnie and Meredith... I mean, Meredith, I don't think, ever 
uh, vocalized it, but I think that Meredith felt it. Bonnie certainly felt it. I think Caroline would have been the character to actually challenge Elena the most and make her grow in a way yeah. that is very human. But that's so hypothetical. So hypothetical. But, I mean, they also, I mean, if we're going to go with literally of how Caroline was written and she was just a two-dimensional bitch, which is fine, we never we never got to, like, we never got really any sort of conclusion on no. her character. Yeah, all we got was that just, like, a ghostwriter coming in and being like, her and Tyler had the babies. They're not werewolves. Logically, Matt makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, well, I don't think they could have worked Caroline into the plot. I think there are way too many rotating parts, and they didn't focus enough on the plot. The- would have needed to change for Caroline to have more of a piece in it. And they yeah. even like tried, like when Elena was like being a baby, like I felt like Caroline was going to come in and be a part of the group. And she straight up left. And that's when she became pregnant with werewolves. Yeah. So. It would have been hard to work her in. It would have been hard to flesh out her character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that she would have been the one that would have made Elena the most likable and balanced her out mm-hmm. long term. And then if I'm ta- if I'm going to go on a tirade of characters they could have written better too. We need some sort of fucking reason to lust over to Stefan. Oh my god, they could have written all of these characters better. If we're like, if we could have sit here, Maggie, for a straight hour saying everything about Bonnie, they could have nailed better. About Meredith, they could have nailed better. Yeah. About Damon, they could have nailed better. Uh, about and any of these characters, even like yeah. Xander, like even like these small characters of things we could have gotten that would have made them make more sense. Yeah. Because the thing is, is a lot of these characters weren't written well. Yeah, my pity vote would be for Stefan. Um, long term. For justice? Absolutely. I Weird. mean, they're going to make a shitty character and then just kill him well, off. Well, no, but like, like you're th- we're th- saying the person who has done the worst in the oh, world. I mean, of I would absolutely concede your point. I think yeah. Matt was done the worst. Yeah. Um, but I think I. I if we're talking think... poorly written characters, I would rank Carolyn number one, Stefan number two. Absolutely. Yeah. I do think just justice for Carolyn. She got the worst. She got dealt a pretty shitty hand. But um, Matt, by Matt, far Matt got dealt the worst hand, the longest. Yeah, and he lost two of his girlfriends. Well, yeah, well, yeah, both Chloe. Elena, both Chloe, and, and then, then he technically lost Jasmine. Jasmine too. Like, and and nobody gave him any sympathy. Oh, and he lost his best friend Chris, and nobody gave him any sympathy. No one really checked in. They like brought him a muffin basket the next yeah. day. They were really shitty friends. Yeah, justice for Matt. I mean, I was definitely gonna concede your point. I had yeah. to. I had to Good. dig, no, dig a deep. Dig a deep. You had to tell. You had to speak your truth. I That's had to important. do a dad. Dig a deep. Dig and, a deep. <laughs> dig a deep. And go with my gut, which was yeah, yelling at me to go, Caroline. But Matt, I don't think uh, if I had an ex on the level of Elena, who I'm thinking of, I don't think I could be friends with them right away after yeah. us breaking up or ever. What if they became a vampire? Because they died. Would you feel guilty into being friends with them like Matt did? No. Well, that was, like, probably months after they broke up, too. No, it was pretty quick. Remember? Like, they broke up right beginning of the school year. Wait, she died the first book. Yeah. She died right around homecoming. Because I texted you. I started the second book, and I was horribly confused. I was like, why is she lusting after Damon? Yeah, yeah. I think she died at the end of the second book. But still, like, yeah, she died pretty quickly after they broke up. Okay, well, unfortunately... If it was, like, immediately after a breakup and I was that young, I could get roped into it. Yeah, exactly. Justice for Matt. Manipulative. Um, okay. Cancel? Let's flip it. Let's talk about what's our cancel character of the series. Well, God. This is hard. This must be so hard because I feel like we both want to say Elena. Oh, absolutely. And we yeah. could. If we're, 
We could. I mean, for sure, uh, objectively, unanimously, Elena, I would say canceled character. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, she's a canceled character of the entire book series. She's selfish. She's entitled. She has no um, forethought into the consequences of her actions. She just just feels like she deserves the best all the time. She can't handle, like, just the world get, like, giving her negative things that happen. And it's like, no, I have to fix them. She has to save everybody. She's she's uh, perfect all the time. And it's like, she's just so fake. She's so fake. And her power of, like, helping everyone by finding people or going out on her own and doing it and putting herself in danger. Yeah. It doesn't help. And it, it's a very young mindset to be like, I can do everything on my own. And I can shoulder the And it feels like she was only, like, out of all the characters who, like, died, it felt like all of her, like, emotions towards the people who were dying were just, like, so fake. Like, oh, my God. I can't believe that happened. Like, it just felt like it was just, like, she, she felt very crocodile tears to me. Of, like, let me put on a show that I'm upset. Like... When I think about, like, Andreas dying and Chloe dying, I was like, oh, my God, that's so sad. Well, I've got to go do something now. It's like those people who will be like, um, like, wow, I was in a really shitty situation and that could have been me. This first time reading about in the newspaper who died that way. It's that thing that, like, when people decide to just make themselves a victim in a situation that isn't about them. Yes. And that's constantly what Elena did. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you're going through something? Uh, I'm in love with two brothers. Imagine how hard it is for me right now. And Meredith, like, had to kill her own brother. Yes, she was very entitled and, like, never really experiencing that much trauma outside of her own death. Like, that might might take a while. Like, her own trauma came from the fact that she's toying with two fucking vampires. Like, literally stop. Yeah. What what good do you think is going to come from dabbling uh, with ancient vampires who have a lot of enemies? I can't name any. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're not going to be safe. No. And then you're going to bring everyone else into it? Yeah. She's like, well, it's like the person who's like, I want to be mysterious so bad and not talk about the thing that's yeah. going on. And then, like, you hold off for maybe 10 minutes, and then you do, and you make it everyone else's problem. Uh, exhausting. Yeah. Oh. So that's our cancel character of the season. That was way easier than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I can't think of anyone else who we consistently ragged on. Unless we, like, yeah, like, unless we... Stefan's the only person I think that we ragged on. Stefan the had most. no problem besides being boring. But it's like a, he's not cancelable. He just sucks. He just sucks. Put that on a t-shirt. He he can't he's not cancelable. He just sucks. He's like a guy your friend is hooking up with and you're like, I don't get it. And yeah. then they will go to their grave defending them. Yeah, it reminds you of like when your friend is dating that guy that's just like all wrong for him, like her, and you're like Hey, he's not good. And she goes, no, 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 you don't know him like I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. until she, like, realizes that's it, me. she's just going to be miserable. We can at me. That's me. Okay, I'll tag you in this. Tag tag me in the episode when you upload it, please. Yes, yeah, I will. I absolutely will. Um, hell yeah. Maggie, we did it. We wrapped it up. Do we you, wrapped it up. Do we have any, like, closing thoughts? Should we talk about season six? Sexy Six. I think we could talk about season Sexy Six. Um, Sexy Six. We are not doing 
as long of a series. Ooh, we're gonna people t- know this by now. Take a wee bit of a break at oh, season six. We're gonna take a little bit of a break in between seasons is what we should say. Yes, we, we don't do. have to say, oh, we're gonna do less. Like we're always gonna do the most. Let's be clear. Oh yeah, you know that when we come out with a new season, you're gonna get episodes weekly. We yes. are just like obviously but, taking a bit of a break. Exactly. We're gonna enjoy the rest of the summer and early fall for us. Yeah. And then we're gonna come back with a brand new season six. And that's why you have to make sure you're following us at Maggie and Laura on Instagram, at Yowie Reddit on Twitter, and on TikTok so you can stay in the loop of when all of our seasons are coming out. Yep. And if you're dying to know what we are doing for season six, um, we'll tell you now. It's the To All the Boys I've Loved Before series. It's the trilogy. And I'm really excited. Written by Jenny Han. Yep. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a little romantic. A little romantic. I kind of can't wait. I want to fall in love. I want to fall in love. I've already done it. I, I mean, do same, it again. But, like, I would do it again. I well, it again. and I feel like this will be exciting um, because we've all seen the movies. We've all seen the movies. They're very good. I, I, I did not like the second one, but the first one, stellar. Did you see the third one? No, uh, I don't think I saw the third one. Oh, I liked the third one. Well, we'll also, you know, Maybe be getting be getting one. drunk and watching them and, and giving oh, a lot of insightful commentary into both. And probably in this high, uh, b- brief break, we're probably going to finish the Hunger Games movies that we said we were all going to watch. And we got through so many of them. We didn't get through Mockingjay no, Part 2? No, we didn't watch it at all. We didn't sit down. That is so But funny. we will. We got time. Yeah. Um, it's also because we don't live down the hall anymore. It's that harder is for us true. to sit down But we did start it when we were living down the hall, didn't we? No. The, fir- the first one? We, wa- we watched We did the entire first one. We watched it. We did the episode. We just didn't do the second one. Hey, we've been busy. We've been so busy, but we're going to do that, and we're going to do these. Um, and maybe I'll do a fan fiction for Vampire Diaries. It's probably about that time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you had a, a couple of ideas in rotation. Yeah, it sounds like me. I'm an ideas person. What can I say? Yeah, what can we say? Um, And in the meantime... Like Laura said, just follow us at Yeah We Read It on Twitter, TikTok, Maggie underscore and underscore Laura at Instagram. And if you really miss us, go watch our web series See You in Hell on YouTube. Uh, we're at Maggie and Laura there. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much everything I can think of to say. Give us five stars. Oh, give us five stars. <laughs> if you really want us to come back for season six, give us five stars. Yeah, please. Please. That'd be nice, please. Um, all right. Well, thank you, listeners, for listening to this entire season of Vampire Diaries. Or if this was the first episode you listened to, interesting choice, but we still appreciate it. Yeah, we gave you a pretty much rundown of things that you weren't here for. Exactly. Good for you. Um, and I guess we'll see you all for season six. Goodbye. I burped into my cup. Oh, God. You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.